What did we say? These last two weeks of the regular season have been everything we could hope for and more. Extra inning battles, huge comebacks, and late season falters. We break it down on this episode of the Stitches Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Stitches Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Manderfeld. We've got the Stitches panel with me today. We've got some playoff uh, race baseball to talk about on today's episode. Lots of great content coming your way. Uh, Let me introduce uh, the whole panel here before we get into our discussion, though. Um, Nick Budig, I'm staring at your face on our Skype call, and it is staring deep into my soul. Why are you wearing a hoodie on your Skype call? profile picture <laughs> oh you see you're staring at my face i was like what no you're staring into my soul on your skype facebook or right, on your profile. I, those dreamy eyes yeah. i need one okay but why are you wearing a hoodie you just trying to be mysterious yeah i don't even know what my step what it looks like you should probably go look at it because it's pretty goofy so there's nick uh we've got uh noah here as well what's going on it's raining here and i got stuck in the rain so i got oh, wet right. that wasn't fun you need an umbrella. That's the moral. I got best. a rain jacket, but it wasn't raining when I left. So when I came back, rain no one wears ponchos anymore. <laughs> yeah. Ponchos. I got I got my twins poncho. If you go to a baseball <laughs> game, everyone's wearing ponchos. If you saw oh, the Cubs Cardinals game, which yeah. we will talk about today, there was oh. a lot of ponchos there. <laughs> Lots of rain, but no delays. <clears throat> All right, and then Robert Stangler, last but not least, what's up, dude? I'm just staring at my uh, computer screen right now, looking at the stats. Me and my buddy, pretty close in this uh, you know fantasy race. It's actually a four-team race right now, and it's it's interesting, guys. Yeah. I don't know. You know I'm getting say. a little nervous. You want to say who the top? Three I'm getting nervous. You know I want to say who the top four are. Uh, Nick is like kind of in the four. Kind of, yeah, he's kind of. In the race. He might be bit. out by this point, but it's okay. And uh, I know people say they don't care about your fantasy team, but I don't think you guys understand how intense this league's getting. We've got, a, like like Robert said, we got a four-team race coming down here in the last few weeks. Uh, and now we've got a week left. I mean, this is a big deal. And I know one you guys don't care, win. but we care. And, and one of you guys from the bottom of the standings. Three times in the roll. Three years in a row. Yeah, we can't have him winning or else he no, will never let us Absolutely forget. not. Yep. We're not going to mention him by name because uh, we're not giving him any of that. He who shall not No be satisfaction. Named. But uh, <laughs> regular Nothing listeners of our podcast might know who he is. Right. <clears throat> no naming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 not talk about our fans team anymore because no one cares about our fans team. <laughs> let's talk about our podcast. Uh, we can uh, be heard on many different platforms. So that's including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you download your podcast. You can also send your questions. We will have a great question at the end of the show. If you want to be featured, you can send your questions to Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at StitchesPod. It's at Pod on Twitter. And we also have a new Facebook page. So if you search Stitches Podcast on Facebook, like us there. We'll be posting a lot of content there, including some unfiltered segments Oh, yeah, unfiltered. So stuff mm. we do before the show that you don't get to hear. Some of us just kind of goofing off good stuff. So make sure to like us on Facebook after you listen to this. Uh, we'd appreciate that. All right, so just an update here. We are not doing our we're not doing our clubhouse chatter episode today. We are going to be focusing on postseason baseball from here on out until the offseason. So I know uh, people may be uh, looking forward to our clubhouse chatter episode. 
we will have plenty of that discussion in the offseason, but we thought it'd be best to focus on the heated uh, postseason races and then obviously into the playoffs in October baseball as well, um, because that's what people care about. So we are going to be discussing that and putting some of these uh, bigger topics on hold until the November, December, January is when there's no baseball going on. Um, all right, let's do the name game. Enough of the enough of the baseline stuff here. Let's do the name game here. All right. I'm on a roll here. I'm going to keep it going with uh, this guy right here. Cutter Crawford. What? Nick, you say what Cutter. after everything. It's like, <laughs> yeah, was, this, is a, yeah. this is the person I am saying. True. So <laughs> His names are always so wild. They always yeah. catch me off guard. I'm expecting, I'm awesome. like, John Smith. You should really expect anything less of me. Eight months Cutter of this, Crawford. and that's what you expect. Cutter Crawford, Red Sox pitcher. So he throws a cutter. Cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, we'll start since you made that wise, uh, wise ass comment there. Wow. Wow. Got him. Oh, wow. Um, gosh. You can say ass, I think. <laughs> yeah, you can. CC. Uh, I'm going to say true. Yes. True. Okay. And Nick. Carter Crawford. No. It's a great alliteration. I'm not saying you know, no. You know how much I love I'm my alliteration. I'm saying no. Okay, I get it. I'm just saying I love my alliteration. What are you saying, Nick? Yes. So Nick says no. <laughs> he didn't change his answer there. All right, Robert. Wait, I love my alliterations. What An alliteration? Tell? You know what, what that is, Robert? Can you need me to break this down it's for you? Yeah, well, no, no. The tell is there. I'm trying to figure it out now. The tell is there. <laughs> I'm going to say quiet. I'm going to say no. Okay, so oh. Nick, Robert say no, and Noah says yes. Just a reminder, this game is uh, we throw out a name um, of a baseball player. I find a name, and they have to guess if it's a real baseball player or not. And I've had a good run of things here. I think I've gotten the majority of you guys off in like three weeks in a row. So maybe we'll make it four mm-hmm. weeks in a row. Oh Robert and Nick say no, Noah say yes. We will reveal the answer at the end of the show. Okay, playoff races have been super intense especially one series in particular. The Cardinals and Cubs series was one of the craziest series I have ever seen. That's not, I mean, that's maybe me being a little biased, being a Cardinals fan, as many of our regular listeners will know. But I think if you looked at it from a, you know, a non-Cubs uh, or Cardinals fan perspective, this was one of the better series of the year, if not the best series of the year. Uh, just to set the stage a little bit, the Cardinals went to Wrigley Field up by just three games on the Brewers and Cubs in the division and the Cardinals took a four-game sweep at Wrigley, the first time the Cardinals have swept the Cubs at Wrigley since 1921. And that's crazy stat. But if you look at just the games that were played, Cardinals have come back in all four of the games and three of the four in the ninth inning. Um, so just the just one of those wacky um, series, regular season series that feel like playoff games. And it put the Cubs really on the back foot here in the playoff race. They have about a 2.5% chance, according to Fangrass, to make the playoffs after the Brewers swept the Pirates in succession. So Cardinals, Brewers looking in good spots. The Cubs really have to have a miracle now to make the playoffs. Um, I want to leave it up to discussion here because um, the Cubs, we all know how big of favorites they were in the NL Central. Everyone thought they were going to you know, at least make the playoffs, if not win the division. Where do they go from here? I mean, this is the, really a big blow to this team. It looks like Joe Madden might not be back. That's not confirmed, but a lot of people are talking about it. 
what's the next step for them, Noah? I think if you're looking at the next step after this, number one, they still got to make a playoff push. I know they're pretty much out of it, but there's still that playoff push. But I have to say, I mean, there's got to be a lot of changes because I know Madden can be to blame, but I think also you've got to look at the front office. Theo Epstein, he did a great job building this team, but really, what's different from this team from 2016? Not much. I mean, it hasn't changed. It's been the same team. And so I think the bullpen, yeah, that's it. uh, Jake Arrieta's gone. He's been replaced with uh, um, some more pitchers, but you Darvish. But other than that, I mean, they haven't done much. And so I think Theo Epstein will stay there for a couple of years, but for sure he's kind of fringy right now. But I think Madden for sure has to be gone. Something's got to change because this is one of the most underperforming teams, I think, in recent years in terms of the last three years and how they've done compared to what I think they should have been doing. Uh, Robert, you've been one of the more vocal Cubs critics, at least among our group here. What do you think maybe went went wrong for them down the stretch? Maybe these last two weeks. I mean, they've lost five games in a row by one run. That's one of those you know crazy wacky stats um, that just shows how maybe unlucky or just maybe the roster wasn't constructed right. What's just been wrong for them? Well, you got to uh, target. You got to target the bullpen. The bullpen yeah. has been a disaster. They've had to get a lot of arms from their farm system that haven't panned out. They're expecting big things. It hasn't happened. Obviously, we all want to put, you know, a gun to Kimbrel's head if you're a Cubs fan because you're like, what is going on? I know it's a little drastic, but what they're saying there, but it's it's ridiculous. Because, just to get answers out of him, right? Yeah, you want to do anything. Yeah, you yeah, want it's not loaded. Wow, we're, just, we're trying to figure out what's going on with Craig Kimbrel, and we kind of pointed to this a uh, few weeks ago. He came in late in the season, missed all of spring training, mm. all of that workout reg- regiment. And so this is going to cause a lot of concern for him. He's not going to be the same guy, especially a guy who, you know, utilizes a big explosive fastball at 96 and higher. You're, you're not going to get that strength and conditioning, and therefore the results have shown he has not been good. That's just – it's it's plain mm-hmm. and simple. You can see it. It's obvious. I mean, you watch him pitch. He's out of the zone with a lot of his fastballs. He's up. He's missing. And like I said, the bullpen is the big blame here. But obviously Madden made a lot of questionable moves this whole series where I'm kind of – you know, shaking my head like, really? Why are we doing that? Why are we putting by? I know there's one out left to go. You're trying to tie the game or win it with Baez. On Saturday he's night, yeah. Hurt. Mm-hmm. He's hurt. He's a broken I understand hand. there's not a lot of games left, but you risk the injury possibly of getting worse. Like, it mm-hmm. could get a lot worse if he swings and misses and he pulls something like his oblique or something. You know, like, this is just. You don't do it. I'm sorry. You just that was you got to win. That was a move that stench of desperation from Joe Madden. He really, you could have for for me. I thought you go to David Bodie on the bench, probably a better option than Javier Baez, who has a broken hand. Like, what did you expect him to do? Really, I mean, he's you looked at that. You looked at that at bat. He was behind in every pitch, Robert. You noticed that too. He was not. He was not even close. All all they did. All Martinez, Carlos Martinez, just blew. Yeah, three fastballs. And David Bodie was healthy. He's shown that he can be clutch. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but he's shown it before. He hit the walk-off Grand Slam last year. He can do that. Um, mm-hmm. Just to back up the Kimbrel, 15 earned runs in 20 and two-thirds innings this year. Ooh. That's that's really bad. And yeah. it wasn't – his fastball still got life. I mean, the two home runs he let up on back-to-back pitches on Saturday were 97 and 98, I think. But he left him right over the plate, and they did not move at all. It's not commanding. And 97 and 98 does not mean much in today's game. That is not that fast anymore, especially if you're going to leave it over the middle of the plate to, uh, to you know, some big league hitters. Well, and if you look that's at not the, scouting, gonna, that's not the well. scouting report yesterday in that game, he was two pitches, two fastballs up, and they were all ready for it, right on it. Exactly. And 
just like that, it was just left it over the stab plate. Stab the like, fingers. Yeah. The game just changed. If you're gonna throw it up, you gotta throw it in, or you gotta throw it way up where they can't reach. Right. And he threw it over the plate. First yeah. pitch, they're expecting it. They were they're they're out. they're jacked up. Ninth inning, you want they want it. They came out swinging, and I was, I was uh, the whole game. I'm like, why aren't they swinging first pitch? And I kind of ate my words a little bit because right there, two first pitch, um, fastballs, deposited them in the left center field. So, uh, Nick, what are your thoughts on the Cubs? I'd like to hear a little bit from you on this. Yeah, um, and I think another crazy stat that that I think revolves around the also that 1920 kind of era was this is the first time in a hundred years that it that a home team lost a four game series all by one run. Wow. I think that's that's like I mean we've talked that's about such more, a blow. It's we talked about the Indians demoralizing loss to the twins last week. I mean this is on another level. They they it's had four demoralizing they had, they had a, a a a lead or a tied in the ninth inning of three of these games. And I mean, all the most of the Cardinals' runs came late in the game. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, the Cubs had a great chance in that in the third game against against uh, Dakota Hudson, who just had an awful start. But the Cardinals were able to rebound with that. With that, it just seems like the Cubs. There's just so much going wrong with them. They might lose Chris Bryant for uh, for the rest of the season with that ankle. I mean, we I mean, we were just talking about them after they just absolutely demolished the Pittsburgh Pirates. How this team could be turning around. Uh, luckily, they have them coming up, so maybe they can make some magic. Uh, I mean, it's just the classic cliche kind of thing for base for sports teams in general. They just got to pick themselves up and see if they can make some magic at the end of the season. They get another chance at at yeah. at Bush at at Cardinals home at Bush um, Stadium. Yeah, at Bush Stadium. Yeah, I blanked on that. On Bush Stadium at the end of the season, they this the season's wearing out, and they're four games out of the wild wild card now. Um, Mm-hmm. And the they're Brewers look in. like they're not going to slow down either. Yeah, I mean, and, and we'll, this team we'll get to, to that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get the they get they get to play the Pittsburgh Pirates again. Hopefully, they can demolish them again for for Cubs fans. But this was, I mean, this was a it was a great great series for the Cardinals fans and the Cardinals. But this was just an awful series to watch if you're a Cubs fan in the in the late season. You're trying to make a playoff push, and you just they just put out a stinker like this one. It's yeah. like you flipped it, a coin it, and it came up tails every time. Oh yeah, you see, yeah. Uh, Joe Madden was talking about it. Cubs were talking about it. It just felt like, I mean, they competed. You can't see the the Cubs didn't compete in this series. It just seems like, like you said, maybe the Cardinals just had a little bit more luck in this series, and that's what a lot of yeah. a lot of baseball teams need, especially in the playoffs. So. And what the Cubs did was they put this the their postseason hopes in someone else, uh, some other team's hands. Pretty much the nat like the Brewers' schedule is so easy. I think they're going to coast mm-hmm. the wild card. They got to hope the Nationals. They have a tough end of the schedule here. They got to hope somehow they lose most of those games. Then they have to go turn around and win most of their games too. Well, um, it's really it's out of their hands. Well, I want to be a spokesperson here because then the Cubs trying to attack the Cardinals in the off season, trying to say, "Hey, St. Louis is boring," and all that did, stuff. So yeah. isn't this isn't this kind of what well? I they think Yadier Molina unloaded. They kind of get this coming. Yeah, I think they had this coming a little bit. Well, here's yeah. the here's uh the Cubs. I mean, they've be, they've become so successful in recent years that I think maybe um, they've taken it for granted a little bit. That maybe that's just me being a Cardinals fan. Um, but I think Yadier Molina, he was the one that vocally came out against that comment that St. Louis is boring, and he unloaded on a pitch in that ninth inning on Saturday. So I think uh-huh. that was a little bit of a here you go, buddy. Yep, that type yeah. of deal. Well, and uh, I mean, 95 wins last year, 92 the year before, and they haven't done anything in the playoffs. 
They should have yeah. been doing something. And I th- yeah. their window's not done. I think they have a couple more well, years. Well, they still got but good talent. It's closing. But they're locked into a lot They just they need contracts. to change something. Something. Yeah, they, 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 the pitching's getting old. And like we said, Joe Madden might be out this year, so maybe that's the change they need. Uh, I guess it remains to be seen. Uh, it's just it's a really disappointing year for Cubs fans. I know I'm friends with a lot of Cubs fans, and I actually one of them texted me during uh, Saturday's game and said, you know, I just kind of expected this and. Um, it's just been one of those, one of those seasons where the bullpen, you just kind of knew that they weren't going to hold it things down. And mm-hmm. I don't think anyone expected them to do it three games in a row like that. Um, but it's disappointing. So, mm-hmm. uh, let's move on to the Cardinals though. So they've had the, obviously this is maybe I made the claim. This might be one of their, uh, the best regular season series in franchise history, a four game sweep at Wrigley in the way they did it in the stage. They did it. Uh, to you know, solidify that division lead and uh, clinch a postseason berth on Sunday, crazy uh, or just a really important series for the Cardinals. Uh, now that they are locked into a postseason spot, what are our thoughts on maybe them making a, a run? We know we, the, those these Cardinals teams have been overlooked in the past, especially you know like 2011 when they were a wild card team and they've made runs before. Could this be one of those teams? Go I ahead. think I think this. I mean, I think this is a good series for that to really come to fruition. I mean, we just roasted the Car- the Cubs for losing this, but I think this was a great series for the Cardinals. I mean, playoff games are going to be close, and you got to be able to win one-run ball games in the playoffs. And I think this was this was a good good test for the Cubs. I mean, the Cardinals to go into a an opposing team's field and win four four games by one run. Um, the team's really is coming together. They do. Ha- I mean, I think they have a, a pretty a pretty solid complete game. I know. Uh, Robert would, would loves how how they should yes. be playing. Yeah, uh, we've talked about that. How much Robert loves his old school ball and yeah, that's Cardinal how the Cardinals steal play. play defense. Yeah, they, play, they got good. They got good pitching. They have one of the better bullpens in, a, in an awful bullpen year. And I mean, they could. They have they have the the pieces together. They got the veterans. They got the young guys. Um, yeah, this could be a turning point for 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 a ball club that's kind of played in a a. a a rough division this year that they they might be the team with the least amount of wins for all the division leaders but they might be one of the better teams to make the playoffs i i i think when i went back in the trade deadline i said this team was poised to you know make miss the postseason again they have made the postseason since 2015 um i think i did not expect them to go on this run they have one of the hottest i think the top three hottest teams in baseball since the all-star break uh, they have been just defying expectations every step of the way. This series was one of the most exciting series I've ever seen. And again, defying expectations when they look down and out. This is just kind of the cardinal way. This is how they've done it in you know past years. You know the infamous 2011 World Series, down and out. Uh, they came back and won that. So I I do not count the Cardinals out in any type of series. Uh, you kind of have to throw out the paper. Uh, what they look like on paper when it comes to the you know St. Louis Cardinals because they just they just continuously defy those expectations. I, I think overall too, looking at the NL playoff race, I think any team can win. Besides, in my opinion, the Brewers, I think any team that's in the playoff picture right now could theoretically beat uh, any other team. I think that it's that exciting. The Cardinals have their clutch. Mm-hmm. They've got the bullpen. They've got the starting pitching. I mean, the only thing that's a worry for them is that ninth inning because it proved to be challenging against the Cubs, and it has been throughout the year. But Carlos Martinez has electric stuff. You just got to control it. I think they go Andrew Miller a little bit more in the postseason, but they can win games uh, in a variety of ways, and that's exciting to see. I think that's a good segue to the Brewers. They have been just as hot 
as you know the Cardinals and the Cardinals have been or they've been you know lockstep with the Cardinals every step of the way here. Uh, they are eight and two in their last ten games. They won four in a row against the Pirates. They are on a complete roll right now, eighty six and seventy three games back in the division. Look like a lock for the wild card, and they have the, maybe the easiest schedule the rest of the way. Uh, Robert, your your Brewers. This is the team you picked to win the division. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's much surprise to you that they are uh, going on this hot streak. Well, okay, let's calm down a little bit. I wasn't expecting them to go on this kind of a run, but it does help that you have a weak schedule. And unfortunately, the Pirates are the target of another good team going off on offense. It was the Cubs, and now it's the Brewers going off yeah. on them. That's unfortunate. But yeah, the Brewers, they're getting contributions from everybody. Lorenzo Kane looks a little bit better after he's had some health issues, uh, some health hiccups in the last few weeks. Keston Hero's back. It's a big bat. Yeah, I know they're run. hoping. Yeah, I know they're hoping he's gonna come through. And Grandal, you know, he's been hit and miss, but he's gonna he's gonna be big down the road. Mustakis. I mean, they're just getting contributions from everybody, and it's really nice to have that opener, Brandon Woodruff. Sometimes he pitched today. That's a big deal. I think Milwaukee's starting to get a little bit healthier. Their bullpen's starting to turn the page a little bit. I still don't think it's that great. I'm not. I'm not saying the Brewers are going to be the same pick I had at the beginning of the year. I think they've, you know, kind of taken big hits. I think they will fall back. But to say that they won't make the postseason as whether they'll win the division or not, or that second wild card, I think it's going to happen. They're going to get one of those. I just don't see – I don't see the Cubs after this series against St. Louis really taking it over them. Yeah, and I think their playoff hopes in, in the midst of Cubs getting swept and them sweeping those Pirates went up to like 97%. So they're almost a lock at this point. And I think it's because of that strength of schedule we talked about uh, going forward here. Uh, Noah, Nick, do you have any thoughts on the Brewers before we move on to the the Dodgers here? Yeah, I think uh, Paul Robert brought up a, a great point about uh, getting contributions from everywhere. Who uh, we were just talking about Christian Yelich going down, and this might be a big blow for the team. But I mean, they they haven't stopped chugging along. I mean, just doing what good teams do and demolishing the Pittsburgh Pirates. But this team, like, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're getting good contributions from everywhere. Key players, like we brought up, um, are, are really stepping up, and I think that's that's going to be big for them. Just moving forward is continuously getting that getting that depth on offense, and hopefully the pitching can patchwork itself together and maybe make some noise here at the end. I do want to be a little bit careful looking at this team because this is this time of year where the bad teams just want to go home. They just don't want to be playing anymore, and so it's so much easier to beat them, and the Brewers are playing a lot of bad teams. Um, so that's why I think I don't think they're really viable in the postseason, but it's really good to see them get hot when it, they need to. All right, let's move on to the Dodgers here. This is the juggernaut in the National League, but they are showing a little bit of a chink in their armor. Six and four in the last 10 games, so on paper it doesn't look too bad, but there definitely are some concerns. Hunjin Ryu hasn't been the same. Um, Robert, you, you've been expressing your concerns a little bit about the Dodgers, and we talked about a little bit uh, last week. Are, are there some real concerns with this L.A. ball club? Uh, they seemed like they were the favorites going to the World Series, uh, you know, halfway through the year. But it looks like they've kind of fallen off a little bit, especially since the Braves have come on of late. Yes, there are some big problems, especially one being the big one. Justin Turner apparently is playing hurt. That's what I've been hearing. I've been seeing yeah. a lot of articles about it. And whether that is true or not, he is one of their best hitters in the postseason. If he is not right that's going to be a lot of runs batted in and, and, you know, runners in scoring position, those are runs going to be gone. Those are going to be taken away. Because we knew last year when we saw Bellinger, he's a good player. He played great defense at a big throw against Milwaukee last season. But his bat kind of died in that last series. He didn't have it. So I don't know 
those two big bats kind of concerning. And then, of course, Max Muncy is battling an injury as well. That's another big bat. So the death of the Dodgers is really nice. But when you take three big bats out, and, of course, you know, Seager's starting to find his own again. I'm not a big Corey Seager fan, as you guys know, but Corey Seager's found it, and that's important. That's huge. But that is the offense is kind of crumbling in a way. Like, A.J. Pollock's starting to find it, but he's, he's coming late. It's late in the season. You hope he's carrying it over. This just the offense is not sustainable into a postseason run if three of those guys are not performing or even on the field because of injuries. And the other thing is the bullpen has been horrendous. We talked about teams not making anything at the deadline. The Dodgers hardly did anything. They got Cole Eric from the Rays as a lefty specialist, and that's about it. The bullpen has been horrible. I know they've talked about that they think they're young guys. Gosselin, Dustin May is another young guy that's really important that they need to make sure is is healthy and ready to pitch in that bullpen because he's also had some issues after getting clunked right up the middle in that Diamondback game a couple weeks ago or three weeks ago. And so there's there's a lot of things, there's moving parts that they hope that they can figure out. They're going to try something with Maeda, thinking he could either set up a man or he could be closer. Whether that's the situation, if that's the answer, I don't know. Kenley Jansen has been the same. So, yeah, there's a lot of questions, guys. This is not the sounding of a good foundation of trying to win a World Series. This is not the same Dodgers the last two years. And I understand they have been in the World Series the last two seasons, but this does not mean they're guaranteed a third chance because the Braves are knocking... And who knows about some of these underdogs like the Nationals and even the Cardinals. I don't know. I, I think the Dodgers are really, I don't know. I think they might be a little overrated right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you talked about Cody Bellinger. His second half has been completely different than his first half. 253, mm-hmm. uh, 366, 529 slash line. Only 15 home runs compared to 30 in the first half. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't look like the same player right now. He's cooled off. Who knows what will happen in the postseason with him. Uh, Nick, your thoughts on the Dodgers. I think it's it's almost jumping the gun saying they're they're overrated. I mean, you could look at at the same point as they've got everything cinched up. They've had it cinched up for a while, and they could just might as well be resting their bodies, even if they're playing a game, resting up for the postseason. Because that's I mean, we Robert just brought up they've been to the post they've been to the World Series two years in a row, but they haven't won anything. I mean, that could be in the back of their mind. Maybe they think they need to be healthy. Maybe they think they need to have everyone make sure they're ready. And all these injuries, I think it, it might be it might be scary, and it might be something that hinders them in the the postseason. But again, they're still a deep team, and I think I think it might be jumping the gun a little bit and saying that that they're they're gonna bust during the postseason. And I, I the Cody Bellinger thing that is still uh, a, a a concern. I think for most people, for Dodgers fans, um, how much of a slump he's been in this. This uh, or Cody Bellinger standards, how much of a slump he's been in the second half, um, but I, I don't really see them being a being an overrated or bust team. I I, I think if we're gonna take the stance that the that some teams are folding it in just because they're out of the playoffs, I think it's it's fair to say that the Dodgers might just be might be just be taking an easy break heading into the postseason. I think I agree. When I when I think of what Robert's saying, I think what he's trying to say, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Robert. I think what you're saying is that the Dodgers aren't they they're they're beatable. They're, yeah. They're, they have yep. cracks in it and yep. right now if the Braves were to go up against the Dodgers, I think the Braves would have a legitimate shot at beating them in a series and oh, yeah. I think earlier this year people were saying are the Dodgers even beatable in the NL? And right now I think any team could beat the Dodgers 
theoretically right. in a and series. To say, and just on that quick note, you, we were talking about the division, the or the Dodgers play in the NL West, one of the worst divisions in all of the national in all of the National League. So yeah. therefore, they're winning a lot of games and they're getting that rest time. That's great and all, but at the end of the day, you need to get competitive games to stay competitive in the postseason. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to be competitive when you're playing bad teams. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but you also have to keep your your starters going and not rest them all the time. Well, they're going. You got Kershaw well, going this week. Bueller, Ryu. No, no, Hill. not those starters. I'm talking about like their batters, their position players. Those starters. Oh, okay. Starters in general, not pitching starters. Yeah. All right, we got to move on to the American League here. There's still a couple of races that are interesting, so we'll go over them a little bit, and then we'll move on to our question at the end of the show. Uh, the top record in the American League is still up for grabs. The Astros and Yankees are neck and neck. Right now, the Astros actually have a half game up right now by uh, the loss column. They have 54 losses to 55 for the Yankees. They're both at 102 wins. Uh, what do you guys want to see down the stretch? We'll just go uh, one, two, three here quickly. What do you guys want to see down the stretch here from the Astros and Yankees that will uh, you know, clinch this uh, the best record for them? Robert, we'll start with you. I rest my case on everything I've said about them this season. That's it. The Yankees? No, the Astros. I rest my case. You think they're, they're going to get it? Good. Yeah, I rest yeah. my case. Best team. All right, Robert has them winning the World Series, as do I. Yeah. <laughs> Noah? I think the Yankees look really good, but losing Herman is, is big. I think they can still fight for the number one seed. I don't think they'll get it, but I think they'll fight for it. In the playoffs, though, they have other issues. Domingo Herman obviously had the uh, – he's been investigated for the domestic – uh, violence or the domestic uh, vi- yeah, abuse um, policy by MLB and suspended for the rest of the year. Nick? Uh, look, I mean, their upcoming schedule, the Houston Astros are playing a team that they're 16-1 against, and uh, he- and New York Yankees are playing a team that's competing for the playoffs. Uh, I think Houston Astros are going to take this. All right, and then, as you said, team competing for the playoffs, that second wild card spot, Looks like it's up for grabs as well. The Rays and Indians are really battling it out. Um, the Rays have the rest of their schedule. Uh, looks pretty tough. They've got the uh, the Yankees and the well, the Blue Jays aren't too tough, but they got a two-game set against the Yankees. That'll be a tough one. And then you look at the Indians. They have a series against the White Sox and Nationals, which isn't that easy of a, of a schedule as well. Um, Rays and Indians, they're both within, um, let's see here, one or a half game of each other. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland. The Indians play tonight. I think they're winning ten to one. Yeah, so the Indians are playing the Phillies tonight. They're going to win. So, it's, so. so if the Indians win, that'll be a tie in the wild, second wild card spot. Uh, just like this one before, let's go down the line here. Uh, Robert, Rays or Indians? Who's your pick to uh, take that second wild card spot here at the end? Indians, and if if a game one happens, it'd be Clevenger, and I wouldn't want to face that. Yeah, me either. That dude is nasty. All right, Noah. Uh, I've got the Rays just because I think they're both hungry and the Indians have an easier schedule, but the Rays are just winning in every single way. Both teams are, and I think it's going to come down to the end, but I think the Rays will get it. Some exciting series against the Red Sox there. A couple extra yeah. inning affairs, and they pulled them off. So uh, looking really fired up at the end. Nick? Uh, let me see here. Who is my World Series favorite? <laughs> I'm going to go with the Rays. All right. <laughs> Uh, Nick's got the Rays in the World Series. And Nick, if anyone didn't know this, Nick has like an uncanny ability to pick World Series teams. He had the <laughs> Indians and Cubs in the World Series in 2016. I don't think anyone had them in the World Series. So there you go. Well, the so Cubs take Nick's word uh, pretty. Yeah, but not the Indians. Yeah. And that was a crazy World Series. And so mm-hmm. I'm glad Nick predicted that. Nick is the master of predictions. I am. Facts. 
All right, we got a question, then we're going to wrap things up with the name game, and uh, we'll send you off here. Uh, the question comes from Eli this week. He says, uh, he mentions how attendance is down across baseball this year. Um, what's causing this issue? And I want, we, we don't have a lot of time, so I want to wrap this up quickly, but uh, we could make this a clubhouse chatter maybe in the offseason because this definitely is a big topic around baseball right now. Why aren't people going to baseball games? Um, uh, Nick, why do you think attendance is down this year? Um, I, obviously, I don't have the numbers in front of me, um, but I mean, we were talking about this before a little bit. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles, the Florida teams, they have they they've just been playing in front of such small crowds, and then the I mean the Dodgers have been playing in front of such I mean massive crowds, and I think a lot of it has to do with the parity in the game right now. There seems to be no um, I saw an article at the beginning of the year. There seems to be no no average teams. There's there's just these great teams and there's some just bad teams, and I think that's really kind of taking a toll on the attendance. No one wants to see the Orioles give up 300 home runs a season. And for some reason, everyone in Florida hates baseball. So I think I, th- I think it just comes down to the parody, and maybe maybe the home runs is doing a negative effect on baseball. And they might just change it this year. Um, just to throw out the exact numbers, Nick. Sorry, I didn't do that for you. So uh, it's been declining for four straight years. Uh, this year, the attendance is twenty-eight thousand two hundred sixty-two per game, which is right. down from about four hundred or from twenty-eight thousand six hundred fifty-nine last year. So about four hundred per game. This year, my thoughts on the attendance issue are: uh, I think it's 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 not just a baseball issue; it's a sports issue. If you look at college football, if you look at the NFL, if you look at some of these bigger sports, their attendance is down as well. Maybe the only one that hasn't seen that is soccer, because there's so much growth there in the United States. Um, but if you look at some of these other big leagues, they're also seeing attendance issues, and that's because you can just sit at home now. You can get NFL mm-hmm. Sunday Ticket, you can get MLB TV, and you can watch on your 60-inch flat screen, you know, 4K TV. Uh, and enjoy the ball game at home. You don't need to spend $100 going to the game with a family. Uh, I think it's not just a baseball issue. It's a sports issue. Uh, tickets are becoming more expensive. Food's becoming more expensive. And families just want to sit in and watch the game at home. And that's just my, that's my theory. Uh, Robert, what's your theory on the attendance drop this year? No, I'm with you on that as well. I think, though, it's funny because everyone was saying, we'll get more attendance, we hit more home runs. And yet you're telling me the attendance is down this year, which is weird. But... You know, whether that's a correlation or not, it probably isn't. But I, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I think because we have access to all these different streaming services, that's definitely going to increase the possibility of us not wanting to go to games and staying at home and just watching it on our big flat screen TV. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Noah, you're last here. Wrap it up. Um, yeah, no, I think I do think it is somewhat a baseball issue because if you look at regional TV ratings, they're down compared to past years. And baseball is a regional uh, game. And less people are watching baseball, I think part of it is is the parity, like Nick said. But in the National League, there are a pretty good amount of average teams. I mean, look at this wild card race. You got the Mets, you got yeah. the Phillies, Cubs, Brewers in it, Giants are in it, Diamondbacks. So um, I, I do think pace of play and parity is part of the issue, and I think uh, baseball needs to do a better job of speeding up this game a little bit. All right, let's uh, wrap things up with the name game here. So I said the name this week was Cutter Crawford, and uh, Nick, you're the only one that said yes, right? No, I said, it? Yes. No. Oh, Noah <laughs> said yes. So Noah, you're the only one that got it right. Well, I, I mean, I did say yes. Nope. Oh, yeah. No, no, you did not. <laughs> fact check, fact check, fact check. You're wrong. So Noah's right. Nick and uh, Robert were, or Noah was right. Nick and Robert were wrong. Um, And that's another week for Luke getting the majority. 
Uh, right. Uh, so I got you guys fooled again, and I'm on a roll. <laughs> I'll keep it going. Yeah. Don't worry, everybody. All don't right, let's. Yeah, don't <laughs> get a big head and then <laughs> get swept by the Cardinals. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't think a lot of my Cubs fans are going to enjoy that one. <laughs> Just a reminder, we are on all the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Uh, you can send your questions to thestitchespodcast at gmail.com. That's thestitchespodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at stitchespod, at stitchespod, and like us on Facebook to get all of our newest content and our exclusive unfiltered clips uh, so you can hear how goofy we are at the beginning of the show. It's good stuff. So make sure to uh, like us on Facebook. Next week, uh, the season will be pretty much at a close. We'll have a better picture at the postseason, so we'll have some more intense discussions for you. We appreciate you tuning in this week. We'll talk to you next time. Take care.